Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Kitchen Club with me, Serena Lau, and my wonderful friend, Sarah Malcolm. Kitchen Club is the weekly podcast that brings you conversations from our kitchen table. Each week brings a new guest, a new area of expertise to get stuck into, and a new recipe based on our guests' three favorite ingredients. This week, we are having a bit of an informal chit-chat between the two of us. In royal 2021 fashion, things didn't really move in our favour. And as much as we tried to get in touch with our guest who we were meant to record with, time zones and life seemed to get in the way. So today, you just have us. You do indeed. And with everything going on right now, we actually took it as a sign to just have a little check-in with each other and ourselves when everything feels quite heavy since the lockdown news. And sometimes when we have a guest on, we can both be so wrapped up in the topics that we're passionate about that we forget to hear from each other too. So it's a nice opportunity to cheer each other up whilst you all listen. Whilst we don't love talking about the pandemic too much, as we know you love the escapism that the podcast provides, we both feel strongly that we should be honouring our emotions. So hopefully by channeling our truths into this episode, we can make you feel less alone in how you're feeling and hopefully make you laugh a little bit too. (laughs) Mm, I need that please, Serena. (laughs) Um, all right, Serena. So let's just let's just have a nice little catch up, really, shall, shan't we? After yeah. Christmas and the new year, and what has brought the, the year with it. Um, so I just want to ask you, how how are you? And answer this as honestly as you like, because I'm feeling it. Yeah. So I I love this because I know that it's so easy when someone says, "How are you?" to be like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, all okay. All okay." And we kind of push down how we're feeling and we don't allow ourselves to feel how we're feeling. And that's really dangerous in the long run because you become like a pressure cooker of emotions. So how am I truthfully? I am, I'm kind of mixed. I'm like super excited because 
work-wise, I've got a lot going on. And I, I was really on that vibe of like new year, new opportunities. And then lockdown three came out and hit us in the face completely out of nowhere. And with that, I feel fucking fed up. I'm so bored of it. And again, like caveat for the whole episode, I'm super aware that we're so privileged and there are so many people who are so much worse off and, and we're so, so lucky, but that doesn't change the fact that like, I miss my friends. I miss seeing people. I miss really like superficial things like traveling. I love it. It, it means so much to me and not being able to do that is really difficult. So it's a very strange cocktail of emotions, I think, to be kind of so, so pumped long-term for like the things that this year might bring, but mm. in the moment, so tired and mm. drained by it all. How about you? Um, I feel, yeah, I feel very similar. And I think, I, I don't know why today in particular, when we're recording this, feels like a bit of a whirlwind of a day. Um, at the start of the week, when when lockdown was announced, I felt quite like I didn't feel that that intensely about it. And I think actually I was speaking to my brother about this because he was saying, Oh, you're going to start all your zooms again and you're going to do lots of them. And that would be nice for you to like have that momentum again. And I said, yeah, but it definitely feels different to last year, you know, when everything was so unknown and we kind of felt like we were on this uphill climb and we are, we definitely are, but there's just not that like kind of excitement around it being mysterious and oh what's going to happen and yeah so I've actually today's been really hard for me and I turn 30 tomorrow which Woo-hoo! in itself is bringing up <laughs> so much stuff I feel like Rachel and friends when she's like <laughs> when she's turning 30 um and yeah I, I feel the same as you because I am like excited for the year and it is a things are moving forward and we're definitely, you know, we've got stuff to look forward to hopefully in the long run, but then it's just frustrating and I don't want to be too down about it, but today's just been a very tearful one. But then I also agree, like I can think about, Oh, I feel so sad, but then in comparison, my life is still great. I've still got a job that I feel supported in. I mean, it's my own, work but you know we're so lucky that we have that and I'm not the worst off in this situation but then I also think that what we're feeling is so valid and anyone listening you know we don't have to be in the worst situation to to have our emotions of what am I trying to say like to feel our emotions we're we're allowed to feel it whatever a situation we're in and they're Mm -hmm. always always valid but yeah. it's just tricky, isn't it? It's it's so tricky. And I think we're all feeling it. I just wish that we could all have a giant hug. I wish I could give you a big hug. I know. I So I've been listening to Louis Theroux's podcast, Grounded, and I really admire the way he asks questions that might be like a bit too much or a bit uncomfortable. And then he kind of like lets them say no if they don't want to talk about it. So channeling my inner Louis Theroux, can I ask what it is about turning 30 that you find a bit edgy I don't know I didn't think that I would have a problem with it and maybe ordinarily if I were allowed to have a big party and celebrate and feel like a 30 year old (laughs) with with all my friends and doing something you know a bit glamorous that maybe I wouldn't feel that bad about it 
And I I do actually think I'm so ready to move into my 30s because I already feel like I'm about 80 years old anyway. <laughs> um, I think it's, I don't know, Serena. I think it's hard to identify, really. I mean, I don't know because I was thinking about this the other day. I feel very fortunate that I've done quite a lot of stuff that I'd I'd like to do in my life. Like I've traveled a lot by myself. I've seen a lot of stuff. I feel like I'm in a nice place with my job and I've got great friends and great family and a great partner. So, you know, like ticking all the boxes, I feel like I'm ready to move into my thirties, but I don't know why emotions are just running riot. Fair enough. Yeah. How Thanks, about Louis. if we, that's all right. <laughs> One day I'll be as good at interviewing as Louis. Um, how about if we try and shift it? What can you be grateful for today? Mm, I was I was trying to do this today, and I was out on a walk. <laughs> this is so sad. I was out on a walk and I had to put my hood up because I was crying so much just walking around. I must have looked like such a lunatic, but I was just looking up in the sky trying to think, right, what am I grateful for? And the sun was shining today, so I'm so grateful for that. And that was lovely and glorious. And the sun will always shine another day, even if it rains a lot. Um, I am grateful for being able to call this work, what we're doing right now. How nice is that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so lovely. And for definitely for Piers, my lovely fiance, who is always there for a hug when I'm, when I'm crying. Um, so those are three things that come straight to my mind. Tell me what you are grateful for today, Serena, because it's definitely, it's such a practice, isn't it? Gratitude and we've spoken about I it I do so it much. every day. I love it. I write down all my things and I've made my husband start doing it, which is kind of cute. Um, so today I'm grateful for, I just went for a lovely socially distanced walk with a school friend of mine and had a coffee from my favorite coffee place, which was heaven. And then when I got back and I was about to record with you, I put my slippers on and was like, oh my God, these feel like clouds on my feet. This is banging. So I'm really grateful for them. And one more thing. And I'm grateful for Ottolenghi's new cookbook, which I am really really loving oh, and it's the first cookbook ever that I think there's only one recipe in it that I don't like the look of so I've set myself the challenge to cook every single thing in it a la Julie and Julia my favorite film yes and so tonight we are having Zatar Caccio e Pepe Bucatini oh which is, tell me che- what that is cheesy pasta to anybody oh, who's yum. <laughs> yes please and this yeah. is flavor isn't it with, it's, with yeah Easter. it's so good Highly recommend. Mm. What have you tried so far that you've thought like, oh, that is banging. Definitely going to make that again. Well, off the back of Rupee's episode and having gochujang in the free in the fridge, we had tender stem broccoli and gochujang pancakes yesterday. Oh, yeah, had a delicious noodle salad with peanut and mushroom lab, which is like fake mints that you make with the mushrooms and the peanuts. We oh. had a very sexy mushroom lasagna. Yum. It's really good. I actually just now was thinking like, fuck, I should have sent Sarah a copy for her birthday. Oh my God, no, don't worry. I was, I was thinking about you when I was looking at it earlier. I was like, oh damn, this would have been such a good present. <laughs> you can just tell me what you're making. Just so, no, that's actually bad. I'll buy it myself. I know what I'm you're going to say. You're going to say, send me a picture <laughs> of the rest, but I'll buy it myself because actually I would love it. Um, 
I want to actually add on the great food that we've been making because last week, as we were talking about Brussels sprouts with Rupee, um, we made a really delicious sprout. Um, why is the word just gone from my mind now? Piers, what's what did we make for dinner last night? What's it called again? Sabzi. Oh, I would not have guessed that. It's either pronounced sabzi or shabzi, but we made it with Brussels sprouts instead of cabbage. And we sliced the Brussels sprouts really finely. So it's basically, as I say, like little cabbages. Mm. And it was so good. Delicious. So I just wanted to put that in here. Um, um, do you know something that might make you laugh? Go on. My husband, as you know, is called Ollie, but the listeners might not know that. And he cooked for me last night. And whenever he cooks, we call him Olilengi. <laughs> <laughs> That is nice. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Did you make it up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, Louis. You're doing great. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, shall we move on? Now that, we're, on now that we're laughing, <laughs> tell me. Let's. What are some things day to day that light you up and make you feel alive? Oh, I, would... I guess this should be lockdown themed. Yeah. Um, laughter but that's too broad isn't it really but whenever I'm laughing I feel alive and can I ask you first yeah you can go on you you tell me and then I might feel inspired by something you say so I have got back into meditation this year because I was always a bit sporadic with it and for Christmas I got given a shakti mat which is like a mat with loads of plastic prongs. It's an acupressure mat based on the old bed of nails thing. Um, and I lie on that without my clothes on. <laughs> and in the beginning it hurts and it feels like you've got sunburn. And I listen to a guided meditation while I do it. And then after you get over the pain, you start getting like tingling through your whole body. And it's amazing. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. What brand? What brand mat have you got? I actually didn't get a Shakti mat because I tried my friends in the past and it was quite painful. Mine is, I think, it's Yoke Wellness. Oh, nice! And it's a bit that. more gentle. And because you know a bit about acupuncture and you know that sort of thing, is it like it's legit? Yeah, I think it's just like um, for promoting energy flow. But I and I went to the osteopath the other day because I had a bad neck. She gave me a ball with spikes on it and said, like, mm. lean onto that. And so I guess it's just the same thing. It's kind of like, what's it called? Trigger point therapy. Like when you have a tight muscle and the physio presses into it, holds, 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 and then releases. I don't know. Maybe we'll have someone listening who's being like, she's talking rubbish, but that's, <laughs> that's what I believe is happening. So we'll, I don't know if that's... Exactly and it. if it makes you feel great and yeah, you can do it cares? naked, doing anything naked is tipped off. My oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, those are the things that are making you feel alive. Yes. Anything else? Um, ooh, I mean, in tier four, it was my cold swimming, but I can't do that now. So, because the Lido's shut. Alive. Oh God, I should have better answers for this. No, I'm going to go with my Shakti mat. That's my answer. Final mm. answer. Final answer. Yeah. And it's correct. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> How um, about you? Maybe I should invest in the Shakti mat then. If, if you've oh, yeah. got one. <laughs> Treat yourself for your beating. If Serena thinks it's great, then I'll do it. Um, okay. 
So, okay, this is actually quite fun. Not that fun, but we really got into RuPaul um, over the last year, RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was very like apprehensive about getting into it. I didn't really understand what it was about, but we're, we're now like 10 seasons down and absolutely obsessed. And whenever there's a lip sync battle, which is something that happens at the end, if you're, if you're not familiar to get whoever goes out has to battle and do a lip sync. So whenever there's the lip sync, I'll also get up and do my own lip sync battle as if I'm in the competition. <laughs> and I mean, we watch report almost daily. So this is actually quite like a daily thing that happens. And it allows me to dance, to express myself, to own feeling like a diva and a queen. And um, I absolutely love it. <laughs> but something that's a little tamer <laughs> is going for my morning walk. That's, that's, like, so that's, that's probably the answer to my next question. Oh, okay. So we'll go, go with RuPaul, which clearly I've never watched because I live under a rock. Oh, you do, Serena. And I really think like, I keep telling my friends to watch as well. And they, they say like, Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's our thing, but just watch it. And you have to wait till you get into it because it took us maybe about four episodes to, to understand really what it was all about. But also it brings so much light to, to drag queens. Like I, I didn't really have much, not much appreciation, but I just didn't know that much about the world and, and it's amazing. So give it a watch. I will. Starts in season four. It's my favorite. Okay, perfect. I will. Sarah, whenever I talk to Sarah, Sarah says that I live under a rock because she talks about people and TV shows and I don't know who any of them are. Literally never. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Okay, so I think you're now going to come back to your walking. What little things are you going to be doing this lockdown to keep you feeling positive, high vibe, happy, motivated? Yeah, definitely walking. Um, oh, actually, no, also, okay, I'll hope for this. I did, I went running last night and you know me, I don't Oh run. my God. And I felt so good. Um, so as well as, well, actually we're only allowed one exercise a day, aren't we? So, um, <laughs> well, I might try and run more basically and see what happens. But if I don't, and I go out on a run and I just walk, then that's still going to be great. And just to enjoy that time outside definitely over Christmas we went on so many walks and it was so lovely to just be outside a lot um so I'm going to try and keep that going because it's very tempting isn't it when you're back in sort of work mode and sat at your laptop to it gets to three o'clock and you think oh I haven't had any out- outdoors time today mm. so yeah that's a long long way of saying I'm going to try and walk more no it's run. cool that you started running are you proud of me? Yeah, I'm super proud. Thank Maybe you. one day we can run halfway and like high five in the middle of London and then run wow. home again. Wow. No, no high fiving, high elbow. High elbow. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> if I ever make it that far. Um, what about you? What small things are you going to do daily? I mean, I'm still just on my gratitude. I'm, I am the driver of the gratitude train. You are. I am. You really are. Yeah. I'm the conductor. So I think I'm just going to be going to be steaming that bad boy through the next couple mm. of weeks. I'm actually meant to be going on my honeymoon next week, which oh. surprise, surprise, I'm not. So 
I think I'm probably also going to have to make some pina coladas mm. because oh, yeah. we're meant to be, I mean, actually Sri Lanka is not a pina colada place, but like the tropical sunshiny vibe, I think yeah. next week there will be pina coladas in our house. And cook some lovely Sri Lankan food. I know. Well, I wanted to take Bassett to Kalamba, that delicious mm. Sri Lankan restaurant, when we found out we had to cancel our honeymoon, I was like, great, we'll go to Kalamba. But now we're in lockdown. Maybe I have to get a Kalamba takeaway. Yeah. And drive Definitely. and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll be worth it. Or um, our fabulous guest, Dilly, Car- Dilly Carter, almost forgot her last name then, um, who was on season, season two, was she? Mm-hmm. She put some recipes in her stories for Sri Lankan recipes that at the time I screenshot. So I can forward them on to you or maybe oh she's still yes. got them. Thank you. That's a good idea. Okay. So yeah, keeping me high vibe next week, I'm going to have a Sri Lankan banquet at home. Yes, do. I think for me as well, sorry, butting in on yours, but cooking, cooking nourishing food is definitely going to be something I'll try and hold on to. Again, it's really easy to kind of just snack on things or forget about taking care of yourself in lockdown. So having food to look forward to will definitely help. You say that this is why my biggest recommendation, and we did this last year as well, is buy a cookbook or just choose a cookbook that you have and every day try something new. Mm. Because otherwise you're like, oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, we'll just have another jacket potato, which delicious, but cook some new things. It's super fun. It's exciting. It's like some, yeah, it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Get Ossangi's cookbook. That's a great idea. Maybe yeah. someday soon we'll have our own, Serena, and then all listeners can do that with our book. <laughs> Maybe someday soon, Olalengi can cook for you. <laughs> I'd love Olalengi too. <laughs> and then looking back on the last lockdown mm. and how you handled that, is there anything that you think you might do differently? This, I actually, I didn't mean to ask you just about lockdown. I kind of meant like looking at 2020, is there anything that you're going to take into the new year that you're going to do differently? But I just feel like with lockdown, maybe that's, it's kind of relevant to that as well. Yeah. Um, I would say give myself more time off, which is hard. And it's definitely hard to do when you want to, when you, I mean, I'm, I've realized that I'm ambitious as I think I said previously. And, um, when you want to do loads of things and I don't really like not being busy, but doing something else that lights me up, that's not work related is going to be a priority of mine. Actually, I want to tell you this. I've recently got into chess. Queen's Gambit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I've been playing chess quite a lot in my spare time. I'm rubbish at it, but it's such a nice just time away from thinking about work and thinking about planning classes and everything. It's just nice to put your brain into something else. Mm. Tell me what about, what about you? What are you going to do? differently this year I what am I going to do differently it's not so much what I'm going to do differently but my kind of intentions for the Mm. year and like I don't really like the idea of new year's resolutions because I think that they're kind of made to be broken but I I wanted to really focus on practicing what I preach so, you know, we all know how easy it is to sit and dole out advice, but then we're like, oh, wait, I'm not listening to my own advice. So I think that's a really important one. I want to kind of like you saying to, t- to, to rest more, to like prioritize rest, prioritize enjoyment, because 
whilst work is super important and like my work fills me up so much, I love it. It's not all that there is to life. Um, I think that the pandemic has kind of taught us to find more enjoyment in the day-to-day rather than living for the next holiday, the next party, the next event, because once those things are gone, like what are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. You have to enjoy yourself now, otherwise you're literally just Mm -hmm. wishing time away. So yeah, I guess that's something that I will do differently. I will focus more on that this year. Um, I feel like I had another answer. No, it's gone. If it was important, it'll come back. Mm, I I always think that you work too hard. I always think you work too hard. <laughs> and I always think, oh, Serena just needs to listen to herself. <laughs> okay, so no, this is it. This is it. I want to find more feminine flow in my business because I think that Ooh. typically business has been built on very masculine, like structure, hustling, which like, of course, business needs some structure and you need some hard work, of course. But I think within that, there's probably room, especially with working from home on your laptop, I think there's room to find a bit more flexibility and a bit more softness and a bit more kind of ease with it. I don't think that it needs to be hard and painful and hustling. Yeah. So, but I guess that's kind of linked to to finding more pleasure, finding more enjoyment, like finding finding a better work-life balance. Yeah, I agree with that so much because we have this idea, don't we, of like, you must be sat at a laptop working, working away. But really, yeah, it's not how, it's not how we all need to work. Some people work do work smart, like not that. hard. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's great, actually. Yes. I really think you can do so much in, in such a short space of time if you put your mind to it without distractions of scrolling on Instagram. I was going to say, if you put your phone away, Mm. I think that's it. I think multitasking is one of the biggest things that slows you down. If you're doing your emails, but also doing an Instagram post, but also like doing some research online, just do one thing, Mm. do one thing and do just that thing until it's done and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Great. Now tell me, Sarah, thinking about transforming your lockdown experience which we could perhaps see as just like surviving and just Mm. cruising on autopilot instead how are you going to make we want to make you thrive which is what we're talking about all these nice things that are going to transform your experience what does it mean to you to be thriving rather than just surviving yeah a great question um I would say thriving for me would mean or look like true happiness where I'm not a slave to, not a slave to my work and not a slave to my time, my schedule and my time and just sort of living freely without feeling too, too constricted by like, I must do that. I must do that. I must get that done. And just letting everything flow a bit more um, and feeling like really in alignment with that in everything that I'm doing and actually letting go of the stuff that I, that, you know, when you just think, oh, I have to do that. And do I actually have to do that? Or can I let that go and make room for something else that is going to fill me up a little bit more? So I think that would make me feel like I was really thriving full enjoyment in everything that I'm doing 
which is hard because you have mm-hmm. to get through the rubbish stuff too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just life and work. Um, yes, and having time to do other things that's not work-related, as I said, I would definitely feel like I'm thriving if I've made that time to be like, oh, wow, I've done all that stuff and now I can just sit and play chess by myself. Watch RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, because you are the queen of thriving, Serena Louth, Serena Bassett. So tell me what yours would be. So the problem is I have too many answers for this question. Okay. I think for me thriving rather than surviving is a tumbleweed blows through the living room (laughs) I'm trying to put it into good words um being happy every day being not not necessarily being happy every day that's not true being present so instead of being caught in the past or always looking to what's coming in the future enjoying the moment even if that moment's not a great one, mm. being in it and like having awareness of the fact that it will pass. I think that thriving is being able to prioritize yourself and your needs and not seeing self-care as indulgent, but seeing it as a real necessity and knowing that the more you look after yourself, actually the more you have to give to other people. So it's like you're filling up your own cup and then serving everyone else from the overflow Mm. and I think thriving looks like being happy in who you are being unapologetically yourself and having a really strong sense of identity and and with that then you kind of drop the need to compare yourself or to be looking to what other people are doing and instead you just have a lot of appreciation for what you have and what you are that's beautiful thanks babe really nice what a woman she is everyone what a woman (laughs) um I thought that a fun way to finish would be to play a game that Sarah and I like to play with each other sometimes called two truths and a lie oh yes an old classic we played this when we were driving home from Oxfordshire before before restrictions came through and um it made us laugh and messed up some time <laughs> so have you got yours ready in your mind I do and I'm I do want I mean I think you do you will actually know the answer but I can't think of anything better okay okay shall I start yeah okay so Shall I explain the premise? Yes. Yeah, that's probably Sarah's going to say three statements, two of which are going to be true, one of which is going to be a lie. And both you, lovely listeners, and me have to guess which is the lie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when I was a child, I was in the West End and I was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang playing Jemima. And this is going to be the same theme of all three. I, I wait, hang on, I messed it up a bit. <laughs> I thought it was two lies and a truth. Okay, that's fine. Do two lies and a truth. Okay. When I was a child and I was in the West End, I was in um, Les Miserables. <laughs> and the third one is, 
I was in The Sound of Music. Who did you play in The Sound of Music and in Les Mis? Um, in The Sound of Music, I played... <laughs> Maria! <laughs> I, I, my my brain is just it's really oh I can't really remember like that. one of the one of the kids and actually we swapped around a lot so um mm. I was all of the girls at one stage okay yeah sure. um and in Les Mis I played uh young Cosette I mean I know the answer <laughs> so we'll give the listeners a little moment to think it through do you see Sarah in little Lederhosen do you see her <laughs> On the streets in Paris, or do you see her in a flying car? <laughs> the answer, of course, is that you were a young Cosette. Yeah. Because when you said Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I was like, no, you weren't in that. I know you weren't. I know you were in Les Mis. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, I auditioned for Chitty and The Sound of Music and didn't get it. And it was like oh, my childhood. Uh, awful. <laughs> but I bet you were a wonderful young Cosette. I actually I mean, have seen a picture. I was a great young Cosette. I was in it three years, three times. We could put a picture on Instagram of you as a young Cosette for everyone. Yes. I had to wear a wig and I got to wear all this fun makeup and have a black eye, which actually they don't let the kids have black eyes anymore. Why? Um, I think they don't want to, you know, put too much abuse out there. But yeah, I, I had a black eye and all this dirt on me. And fun little fact about that, my whenever I used to get the tube home afterwards and sometimes my dad would come and collect me and take me home on the tube I'd leave some of my makeup on so that people would be like what's that poor child you know like gosh she looks awful she's so she She needs a shower yeah and I'd look at people eating their sandwiches or something on the tube and be like I hope they give it to me what a drama kid (laughs) right Serena (gasps) I'm ready to hear okay so mine is mine is less themed that's fine that's fine but and I can't remember if I've done this one with you before, but I'm going to go for it. Two truths, one lie. Okay. Okay, number one. I once sang a solo of Silent Night in the UN building in New York. Okay. Number two. I have snogged a member of the band Five Seconds of Summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and number three. I used to fence, like sword fight, and I have won some medals for sword fighting. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I mean, I actually, you actually did this one. Oh, fuck. (laughs) But you've changed it. And you're very good at lying. Thank you. Yeah. It's tricky, isn't it? Um, So I think your truth is that you sang a solo of Silent Night in the UN building. I did, but there's two truths. Oh. Um, oh, well then I, I think you've snogged a member of that band, but I don't even know who they are. <laughs> I just had to Google. I was like, boy band. And then I had to look how old they are. And I was like, hmm, 24. Yeah, that's doable. So you did sword fencing? Yeah. Wow. I got a silver medal. You are such a parent trap twin. So great. I will tell you that when I won the silver medal, there were only three people in the competition. So I came second out of three. (laughs) I mean, that's something. The girls under 13 nationals, so don't piss me off. (laughs) Wow, there she goes. What a woman of many talents. (laughs) 
Oh, this has cheered me up so much. This has really cheered me up too. (laughs) Tell me, um, what are you doing at the moment? What are you working on? How are you going to be serving your wonderful community in this difficult time? I am bringing out, bringing out, I mean, bringing back my my my, album. (laughs) I've got a new album (laughs) and it's me just talking. Singing Les Mis songs. (laughs) Um, I... I am bringing out my Zoom classes once more here to support um, Monday evenings, Wednesday mornings and Saturday mornings. And I might actually do another evening class. I'm kind of undecided, but I really just, it lights me up doing those Zoom classes and I don't know what I'd do without them. So I really, really need them. Um, And then I might also do some more Instagram lives, just short, short stuff. I'm so scared of Instagram lives, but I'm going to have to fight the fear. Um, and I'm filming some lovely little nuggets of stuff. And that's, that's it really. (laughs) I mean, can't wait to find out what these nuggets are. (laughs) Tell me about you because you've got so many brilliant things that you're doing. Well, I'll be starting online Zoom fencing lessons with with my followers. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I have a group launching tomorrow called Thrive. Very oh, exciting, which is, it's such a brilliant group, if I may say so myself. It's an eight-week journey full of wonderful women, powerful conversations, the most incredible support network that you could ever hope for. And um, going into like, the kind of most common topics that that people seem to struggle with self talk self worth comparison really teaching you how to start prioritizing yourself without feeling guilty how to set good boundaries rather than being a people pleaser and giving away all your time and energy so at the time of listening you can still join so please message me if you'd like to know more and i would love to chat to you about mm. it and how long is the course serena 8 weeks amazing eight wonderful weeks and that will hopefully see see us through the lockdown yes should do god i hope so yeah i know yeah what a time to do it all together i know exactly i last year actually one of the best things i did in 2020 was be part i was part of a group coaching like myself Mm. and it was just the best thing having people to kind of share the experience with and to feel uplifted by and to feel understood and heard by it was really really mm. invaluable yeah so needed I, I might also say as well with that in my zoom classes I also feel that way and I don't know if anyone else does who's joining but to see the same faces who have literally be, been showing up since last March at the same times and hopefully they see each other and they think oh there they are again ah oh, that person yeah. Like when you go to a studio and you start to recognize people in your classes and then you're like, wait, where's that woman today with the red leg? Yeah. She's okay. Why is she not here? <laughs> yeah. I That's really nice. Feel that. They might not. That's just me. <laughs> no, I'm sure they do. They're always saying what a nice community feel it is. Mm, mm, it's anyway. exciting. It is. All right. Well, Thank shall we? Thank you for cheering me up. Thank you for cheering me up. I really did need this and I hope our listeners enjoyed to this random little episode thank you all so much for listening a little shout out as well if you want more want to know more about the podcast then head over to our instagram at kitchen club podcast and if you are not the patreon subscriber and you'd like to get our recipes there then we'll leave the details for that in the show notes below and they're bloody good recipes oh they are (laughs) yes 
<laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Bye, Thank everyone. Thank you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.